Hey everyone, we're Brie and Haley, two friends building a safe space that feels like grabbing drinks with a friend. Come join us and let's grab drinks. Hey guys, Brie here. This is part two of last week's episode. We are so excited that we're going to weekly episodes, but if you haven't listened to part one yet, definitely head back there first before you listen to this episode. It's going to just kind of lead into it and make this episode a little bit more enjoyable. So hope you guys love it. How do you feel like, because we kind of mentioned this in another podcast episode, but Gen Z, mm. how do you feel like, because I feel like we talk, we see a lot of that kind of popping off on social media right now where they'll even make like, you know, those funny TikToks about like boomers, Gen X, millennials, <laughs> Gen Z, and how they all respond to different situations. Yeah. So in terms of hustle culture, how do you feel this next generation is approaching it? And do you think, I think I mentioned this in another podcast that like, I don't feel like anything. I think it would take so much of a culture shift from all of us mm-hmm. to change things in a corporate environments because everybody's, there's always going to be at least 50% that are like going to go hard and want to climb a ladder and all these different things that are just not going to be, healthy yeah but in terms of gen z do you feel like at least what we're seeing on social media is maybe changing anything yeah i want to clarify because i also i think that we like to box people into certain categories because i've heard Mm -hmm. like oh millennials suck but i've also heard millennials will hustle and for those who are new around here we are both millennials we're in our 30s but when it comes to gen z i hear two different narratives of what a gen zer is and one of them is that they are lazy and that they don't want to put in the hard work and there are some instances where i can see that like Hmm. it depends on the role and it depends on the person but yes, like I know my brother has struggled with getting part-time employees at his store mm-hmm. to actually show up to work. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll just not show up anymore and mm-hmm. they're in the Gen Z age bracket. But then on the other hand, I think Gen Zers have, I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk who was talking about this and it kind of cracks me up because he is very much hustle, like hustle all the time. Which is the Do you feel opposite? like he so he's somebody that I think of. I feel like he has changed quite a bit over the years though. Because years ago, I I vividly remember watching this video where he walked through his office late at night and was like talking about the people that were working late and talking about how amazing it was. And I was like, This is freaking toxic. This is terrible. Yeah. I feel like over the last few years his tone has changed a lot with that. Okay, so that's what's interesting to me about what I heard him say about Gen Zers is because I he used to talk about like, you know, he would be at work super early and stay super late and yes. he did it because he he had to get work done and blah, blah, blah. So right. I never really liked that about him. No. But I heard him talking about Gen Zers and he's like, they have figured out that they can do what they want in life and make mm-hmm. a living. Mm-hmm. They can go, you know, like he does the garage sale flips where he will go to yeah. a garage sale and buy something and then sell it online. He's like, Gen Zers are learning they can do that and make a living doing it. They can mm-hmm. get on TikTok and be an influencer and make a living doing the things that they love to do. 
and or YouTube or whatever. Whereas the generations before didn't really do that because one, no. we didn't have the technology to do it. But two, we were too scared because that wasn't traditional. And just like yeah. me in entrepreneurship, I did not see me going down this road because it's not the traditional path of a career, of a stable mm -hmm. career. And you hear so many people talking about how entrepreneurs fail and being a business owner is hard and all this stuff. So I didn't want to take that path. But yep. then I was introduced to this whole world of entrepreneurs. And I'm like, mm, I can do that. I would love to do that. So I did it. But like, if you were to tell me like, oh yeah, Haley, you can make money being a TikTok influencer. Mm -mm, no, no, that's too <laughs> scary. <laughs> I think each generation propels the next one forward. Yeah. And so that's why it's so just bizarre. And I, I just think ignorant and whatever to be like oh this generation blah 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 like <laughs> because we heard the same thing about millennials millennials are lazy they don't want to work like yeah. we heard the same crap yeah. right so I think you know for it to just be passed on but I think instead like look at like how we've helped Gen Z right by yeah you know it was our generation that you know was the first ones to like experiment and to have the internet to this capacity and watch mm -hmm. Gen X is going to listen to this and be pissed at me for saying that, right? Because they probably <laughs> were actually the first. But <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, I'm sorry. They weren't on but, MySpace. They didn't know what we did over there. <laughs> I mean, they we probably how to were, code. but we were younger. We were younger, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I'm saying is like Gen X helped propel us forward. We've helped propel Gen Z forward. Yeah. So like each generation is like pushing, right? So like Gen X has helped us to wear we've been able to do what we do, right? Yeah. There's been things in their generation that helped us to, you know, have our own businesses and to be entrepreneurs and to be online more and have podcasts and all these different things, right? And then different things that we have done to further technology has mm -hmm. helped Gen Z be able to have these opportunities and be able to look and see, I don't want to do what... Gen X did. I don't want to be in that position. I don't want to be even in millennials position. Why would I do that? I'm going to go do this instead. Yeah. We all feed off each other. We all stack up and help each other grow. Yeah. I think too, um, something that was prominent are, I don't know if it's like millennials as a whole, but like the, at least around my age group, the 30 to we'll say 37 ish mm -hmm. is we were taught that you had to go to college. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like so many of us were our parents, like, neither of my parents went to college, and it was instilled in me very young. Mm -hmm. College is the next step. There's no other option. There's like, no options. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't question it I, because they wanted what was best for me. I honestly, my, my whole life, I thought college is the only option after high school. Yeah. And now not only I feel college, like but did you feel like it was like certain types of degrees too? Like art degrees were trash. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's correct. <laughs> Which I, I feel like I talked about this in another episode where my dad wanted me to be a nurse and I was like, I don't like needles. Yes. There's no way. Uh huh. Um, but like now the, the trade school is coming yeah. back. I don't know mm -hmm. if like you've heard or seen articles about it, but there is a huge lack of professionals in the trade school, trade, whatever, in the trades yeah. field. And like the people I know that are in those fields are crushing it in their careers. Cause one, there's no competition. 
They're making but, so much money. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yes. okay, so a four-year degree is not the only way to go. Like, right. I, and now it, it's mind blowing to me because I personally don't need my four-year degree in the mm-hmm. work that I'm doing right now, but I would not have gotten here unless I had it. And then the other thing to consider too, is you don't even need a degree. Like you can build a business, an entire career without yes. one. They're doing it while they're in high school. Yeah. Companies are not asking you for a degree anymore. Like I, I remember the last. Well, two, certain fields. Yeah. Certain fields. Like but in a, advertising and agency life. Yeah. Advertising, marketing, social. Mm-hmm. If you can impress them without the degree, you're in. Like yeah. I, one of the, the first agency I worked at, the boss had told me at one point, he was like, yeah, I don't think a degree is necessary to be in this field. And I was like, oh, you're crazy. And now I look back and I'm like, nope, you're right. You were yeah. absolutely right. I did not uh-huh. need that degree. I paid all that money to get. Yeah. That's a conversation that my husband and I have had recently is just, you know, that we're very aware and very open yeah. that like, okay, we're having a kid now in 18 years. Like who knows what that's going to look like for her, you know, as far as like college and like, obviously there's going to college is always going to be necessary for certain fields and certain trades. Right. So like, it's going to be obvious, like obviously very clear if she wants to go be an engineer or a nurse or whatever, like what the path is to get there. But who knows? She could be somebody that wants to go into the field of go into influencing and go into, you know, starting her own brand when she's in high school. And so we're both very open to like, just, you know, kind of seeing what happens there and seeing and being open to like, we don't want to go into it with the expectation of like, okay, she's going to graduate high school and then she's going to do this and this and this and this, because I feel like that's like how we grew up. Right. Yeah. And so like being aware of like, yes, we're saving money for like a quote unquote college fund, but we're also very aware that that could be totally different in 18 years and that that those funds could go to something completely different for her. Yeah. I'm really glad that you're doing that because Stephen and I have also talked about like what that would look like. And he's someone who his job does not require a degree and but he has one. He could not mm-hmm. start, um, for those that don't know, Stephen is a police officer and he could not start in his career until he was 21. So from 18 to 21, there's basically he just had to work retail or whatever to get by until that age hit. And he actually went to college um, and got a two year degree in graphic design because he enjoyed graphic design. Like he did it in high school and Mm -hmm. like it was graphic and web design. He entered and won design competitions. Like it was just something he did for fun and Mm -hmm. literally does not use his degree for his profession, but did it because he wanted to. And he just, paid for that out of his pocket which is mind-blowing to me (laughs) (laughs) he like paid for it as he went because he went to our community college here and Mm, yeah I think that too is something that I I'm not sure how we got this far into this topic but community college I feel like is so underrated or at least it was that's what I did yeah that's what I did like I only have I have the exact same degree I think as Stephen I have a two-year degree um and graphic design yeah and yeah like it's because it teaches you a skill. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like, it can be like trade school in a way. Mm-hmm. And like, I almost wish sometimes that I had done more 
Like I, I had a specialized degree in advertising, but like Mm -hmm. we were kind of taught and I, I think it benefited me in the long run, but we were taught to know just a little bit about everything instead of like having a specialized degree in graphic design. But that didn't set me up to go into an ad agency and have a strict role. It set me up to be a project manager to, and I didn't realize that until I got into the ad agency world where I could be a project manager. You have to have experience for that. Like my cousin did the same thing. He went to school, started in one field and then he ended up switching and he, because he just had like a random assortment of classes, ended up getting a um, business management degree. Yeah. You can't graduate from college and go into a management role immediately. Yeah. Like, same thing with you. Like, project manager. You can't just jump into that. They want you to have experience. Yeah. And I I got very lucky in my own where I was an intern. And I just did – it was, like, advertising assistant internship. Like, that was the title. Mm -hmm. I I think that was the title. And I could look on my LinkedIn and it would tell me. But (laughs) I – maybe it was marketing coordinator. But, like – it was a catch-all role. And yeah. as I got into that, I did learn project management experience, but they were such a small agency that they invested their time into teaching me in the internship that when it was time for my internship to be over, they were like, okay, so when are you going to start working for us? Like, you're yeah. going to stay, right? And right. I took a pay cut. I think I talked about this. I took a pay cut uh-huh. from a retail job to take that job and that hurt to have to take a pay cut, but it did give me the experience to go into the next role and the next one and the next one yeah, and have that project management background that Mm -hmm. ultimately now I use in my business too. Cause I'm like, okay, if I have to do this, I have to have this from the client and these are the due dates and it's helped me build that workflow. But like, I never, I never had a specialized skill set from my college like they didn't teach Mm -hmm. me that and I think that's where like you don't have to have that degree in that field anymore yeah yeah I agree I think you know so much changes over the years in generation over generation and so like with you know going back to the topic of hustle culture I think being aware of that as well is good Like of knowing that like different things are changing and like it just kind of helps us to when we're feeling like we're stuck in that Mm -hmm. like hustle grind and don't see our way out of it is just kind of taking it back a step and reevaluating and looking at things as a whole. And I, I don't know. I feel like when you're in a hustle mindset, it can feel just like burnout and exhaustion and all of these things Mm -hmm. and almost like a state of anxiety. Right. And so like for me, when I'm feeling like that, I'm like, I usually need to just like get out of my own, like, I feel like I'm in tunnel vision. Yeah. Right. You're like just trying to get to the next day. Yes. And so like, sometimes you got to like do little things like just going outside, like looking at nature, just whatever you have to do to just get out of that zone. I mean, like, okay, hold on. There's a whole other world out there. Yeah. And, you know, and then coming back and being like, okay, based on all of that, am I happy? Mm -hmm. What do I need to change? Kind of goes back to, you know, like when we were talking about like boundaries and stuff in the previous episode, like, what do I need to change? So I'm not stuck in hustle 
constantly or or can I recognize that like all right this is a season it's going to last one more month until this project ends and then I am making a conscious decision that I'm not going to stay in it and so whether that means for myself personally that like I'm not going to take on too much more work if I'm an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or if this means that I need to be very conscious if somebody else tries to put something on my plate that I can't do yeah I I love that perspective because I think we do get stuck in it and we don't know how mm-hmm. to get out and we yeah. just feel like we're drowning until we hit mm-hmm. that breaking point. And like I, one thing I started doing for my business is I now have inside of Asana, which is my project management tool. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list that is called business audit. And it is anytime that I have, you know, like if I want, I actually started it during my Christmas break And basically all I did was when I felt like working, but told myself I wasn't going to, I decided to go through my website and I was auditing it. I wasn't making changes. I was auditing. What -hmm. is something I need to do when I get back? That business audit just in the, this is February we're recording in the two months since I created it has become a to-do list for when I am ready. And it is, Brie gave me an idea. That's a great idea, but I'm not doing it yet because I'm in, I'm in a season where I can't take it on or Mm -hmm. I want to create this new product. Well, that goes on my business audit because I'm not ready to commit to that. Or I want to make this new offering for my check society or my clients or blah, 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 whatever it is that goes on the business audit list. So I remember that there is an idea floating out there for me to do this thing. So when I'm ready, I can go to that list and I can pick what will make the biggest impact because now I've had time to sit and go through two months, three months, however long it's been since I started the list and I can update it. Write it down instead of jumping into it. I have a gal that just joined um, a coaching program that I have more recently And that's something that I've had to give her advice to do. I'm Mm -hmm. like, go into your Asana and make a like future projects list. Yeah. And because she's somebody that has so many brilliant ideas. And I'm like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But you just came to me last week and were insanely overwhelmed and asking for help. Yeah. So this is my way of helping you. I love this idea. Go put it on your list. I promise you that if it's on the list, it'll happen at some point if it's meant to happen. It's just not going to happen today. It's not going to happen this week. And that's how we get out of hustle. Yeah. And I think too, it's so easy as the person on the inside not to see that you're in it, that you're doing it to yourself. Because I, oh yeah, I didn't until I, I, so Brie and I were in a like peer led mastermind together and I would come with like, here's a new idea. Here's a new idea. And Bree's like, but have you finished the idea you started three months ago that like you say I swear I did that to you like two weeks ago. (laughs) You probably (laughs) did. And it's so easy to be like, have an idea and want to go after it. Mm -hmm. And even if that's in a corporate role, like, yes, I know that we used to come up with new service offerings and like as a team, oh, this would be really cool if we got to do this or this and this. Yeah. But like we would be ready to launch the service to a client before we ever even outlined anything. And like you have to one, make sure that the resources are there because mm-hmm. they probably aren't. 
if you're already struggling, a new service, a new offering, yeah. a new project, a new website, a new brand, all the things are not <laughs> going to help you yeah. at all. Like they are not going to give you yeah. more time back. They aren't. It's great to have ideas. It's so good. That means that like, I feel like when you have ideas, you're in a good headspace. Yeah. Sometimes like if usually I don't always have great ideas when I am mega overloaded. Mm -hmm. My brain's just like, we're going to go into protection mode and we can't think of anything new. And so for me, when you have new ideas, it feels like, okay, you're not in too bad of a spot right now, but let's not get into, into a bad spot. Yeah. And that, and that's hard, you know, like I was saying, like, um, I think it was earlier that it's like hard for me, you know, with planning out like, okay, this is like a slower season right now. And that means that like, I can't work on things right now, even though I want to start these three new projects, Mm -hmm. I know that they have to wait until the end of the summer. Yeah. And that's not always fun. Yeah. (laughs) It's not easy, but it's, it's necessary for you to not get sucked into hustle. Mm-hmm. And maternity leave, Brie, will thank you for that. Maternity leave, Brie, will thank me. Even though I don't think I will right now. It, it, <laughs> the, yes. <laughs> yes. And your team will thank you for not overloading yeah, true. them. <laughs> true story. True story. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, even your clients will thank you. Because yeah. when you come back, you're, you're going to be refreshed. You're not going to be overwhelmed. Absolutely. And that's something, too, I have to always tell myself is, like, in the business that I'm in, new ideas have to come after clients. Like my clients are the priority. If that means like a new podcast episode would be really cool. If I'm still working on my client work, my podcast is backburnered. Like everything that I'm doing in my business for me gets backburnered when people are paying me. Oh, if I'm burning myself out, I am not a good coach. Yeah. Because not only am I not practicing what I'm preaching, mm-hmm. but I'm not able to come to a session and be able to give you good advice because my brain is overloaded and I'm not going to remember things that I normally would automatically. That's how I feel when I, when we were talking about the hustle, like me saying, oh, I have time to do this. I can guarantee you prob- at least seven times out of 10 when I hustle and get something done quickly for someone, it's not my mm-hmm. best work. It's right. There's going to be a mistake in there, whether it's typo or I forget to do something Mm -hmm. or something doesn't get uploaded correctly because I'm being rushed. I'm hustling through it. I'm rushing through it. And it's not getting the same quality of work that I want to provide. And I think that's, I think I've learned that with age. Like I, I know I'm not, probably I'm not elderly or wise or whatever, (laughs) but like I am in a season where I don't feel the need to hustle anymore. I don't feel like I should be working myself to the bone to, you know, I just, I want to provide a good service. I want to live a good life. And yes, I want to grow a really successful business, but I don't Mm -hmm. have to do that at the expense of my health, of my lifestyle, of just my, I want to say my worth because I feel like, When you give up that portion of you, you are giving up so much of yourself to your clients, to your job, whatever it is. So yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely out of that season. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, But I know there are people who are in that season right now. So with that, is there any encouragement you would say to them right now? 
Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. It's like anybody that's in that season right now, I think kind of what we talked about is like just recognizing like, okay, zoom out. How long is this going to last? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you don't see an end in sight, that usually means that you need to take a step to end it. Yeah. Right. And to either take things off of your plate, if it's you putting it on your plate yourself Mm -hmm. or asking for help, talking to somebody to get things lessened and then... Once you're out of this hustle season, being mindful of what got you there in the first place. Was it just a project? Was it just a push? Was it just a season? Or is this something you need to be very mindful of that you don't get sucked into again right away? Ooh, I, yeah, I love that. Something I want to touch on that I don't think we've really touched on is I know we have moms listening who may be mm-hmm. yeah. stay at home moms either right now for a season or they have chosen this for their kids childhood and I also feel like this could be a time where they have taken on all the responsibility of taking care of the kid and feeling burnt out like it may not be Mm -hmm. a hustle in a corporate role or Mm -hmm. a day job or whatever but being a mom like I I say all the time I don't know how stay-at-home moms do it I don't uh, no. see it as the life for me because it is so hard. <laughs> but if that is you, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, if that's you right now, like this is a time where you can ask for help, whether that be a yes. friend, a friend like me who does not have children. I mm-hmm. I can come. I can pick up your house for you. I can come watch your kids while you take a shower. Like those types of things, I don't think moms are given that um grace when it comes to hustle culture. Like they're just expected to do it themselves. Yes. I feel like this could be a whole other conversation, but I don't feel like it's something you and I could just do on our own yeah, I, because we're not stay-at-home moms. Yeah. But one thing that I've always, you know, I have a friend that's done this, and one thing that I always tell her is I'm like, you're working 24-7, and that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to figure out where do I get help? Is it, where, where do I outsource some help mm-hmm. so I can have a break? Because none of us, no matter what type of job it is, we can't work 24-7. Yeah. A lot of stay-at-home moms literally are working 24-7. And so it's, it's talking to your partner. It's having conversations with your partner, with your friends, and saying, like, I've had this realization that I work 24-7. Mm-hmm. And it's, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. If that's your choice, amazing. But just because you're a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean you have to work 24-7. Yeah, I just... And I've even found myself um, in the position, like, with having a kid. I was talking to my therapist about this the other day, and I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but for some reason, I'm putting all of the pressure of having a kid and, like, looking at everything that's coming... And everything that I'm going to have to do, I'm putting it all on me for some reason. (laughs) And just totally like, I don't have a partner. What are you talking about? It's just all on me. As if I'm this single mom. No, that's not true at all. And I like just had that moment in therapy. And I told my husband that later that night. And I'm like, so for some reason I was doing this. And he's like, well, that's a little silly. (laughs) You know, like I'm here with you. Like we're doing this together. Like right now, obviously I'm pregnant. So it is literally me. (laughs) growing a child but you know like for some reason I think part of it too with motherhood is I think take I think one thing I'm gonna have to be conscious of is putting it all on myself for no reason 
And we have a whole conversation coming up <laughs> soon about societal expectations on women and how that impacts us. And yes, yeah, I think that's a huge, huge piece of it. Like, I, I think that's yeah. what scares me about being a mom and like even considering because for those if you haven't listened to past episodes I'm still in the phase of like I don't want a kid right now it's on the horizon but there are so many things I still want to do and plan for that before I even Mm -hmm. think about getting pregnant and that is a huge one of like figuring out the roles and I I fully expect (laughs) I've said this since I met Stephen that he will 100% be the mom in our kid's life (laughs) because he he is so good with kids he's nurturing and caring and loving and you put me around a kid and I'm like hi (laughs) I don't know what to do um I I know it'll be different everyone says it's different with your own kid but it doesn't matter like it's still nerve-wracking it's still scary absolutely so yeah I think that's a whole a whole conversation we'll have at some point um for sure but you were talking and uh, something I saw over the weekend is this girl I cannot even remember who did it so if it was you it probably you probably are listening to this and you're like that was my (laughs) Instagram but this girl shared how she has a group text with her neighborhood moms so like there's three girls who live close by and she sent them a text saying like hey can we have a code word where if like you're having a rough day and you just need someone to take your kid for a minute or take your kid Mm -hmm. for 30 minutes that we can just text this group that code word and the first person that is available can come and take my kid and give me some time and I was like wow that's that's brilliant it's so good I mean I'm not a mom yet but I can only imagine like there are times I wish I could do that in my business and be like Brie save me and you come into my business and do it all for me (laughs) But obviously, like we have very Another different idea, <laughs> right? And I just thought that was so cool. So I wanted to share it here. I, I need to go f- figure out who it was, but it was like inspired by Bloopy or Blue, Bluey, Bluey. I'm not a mom, obviously. Bluey. Bluey. <laughs> There's like something. I'm not yet, there. but I have heard about Bluey already. <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to share that while we're talking about that. So it's a good idea. Yeah. I love it. One day we'll. Bring on someone who can talk stay-at-home mom stuff that can actually give real solid advice that's not from an outside perspective because I am obviously not there, don't have that. I I couldn't even tell you, like, any advice on it. It's not in me. (laughs) It's not in me to be a stay-at-home mom. I I applaud anybody that chooses that because... It's hard. It just seems I was not... I was not made to do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think this was, I think this was great. Yeah. I hope that you guys like really enjoyed this chat. And as, as always, we'll continue the conversation over in the bossy community on Facebook. But yeah, I, I think definitely continuing the conversation over there because obviously hustle, like we said, you go in seasons and I think leaning on each other when we're in it is also extremely beneficial. Yeah, I agree. And I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. We've last week, we changed up the format of how we're doing it. So it's much more conversational. I think this time we stayed a little bit more on topic <laughs> than last week. 
Thank you guys so much for listening and so much for hanging out with us and grabbing drinks with us today. Make sure you are headed over to Facebook and in the group over there to continue the conversation. And we'll see you guys back here next time. Bye. Thanks for grabbing drinks with us today. Let's Grab Drinks is brought to you by Bossy Life Co. You can find show notes at letsgrabdrinkspod.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Cheers, Cheers friends. friends.